Hello, beautifuls, and welcome to another episode of the Thrive for Life podcast. Today, I have a really great lesson for you all about tips and tricks you can use to help with mindless snacking, emotional eating. So if you're someone that notices you snack a lot between meals, you find yourself overeating on food, especially related to emotions, please take a listen to this and take away some of the tips that I've given you. Um, If you are not driving right now, I recommend grabbing a pen and paper, taking notes, because these tips are going to seriously help you on your journey. So without further ado, um, keep on listening for the episode. And thank you so much for being here. How to stop snacking all the time, how to stop overeating, emotional eating. If you're someone that finds yourself constantly reaching for food, um, you're snacky, you're eating a lot between meals, this is going to be for you. And I'm going to give you some really practical tips you can use to help eliminate that snacking and really feel satiated between your meals. So let's dive in here. The first thing I want to really explain to you is going to be timing your meals out well. And if you know where you're going to be, when you're going to be doing things, and you know about how much you need to eat between your meals, it makes it easy to plan ahead and really decrease your chances of mindless snacking. However, what often happens is we don't think ahead. We don't think about what our day is going to look like. We don't really think about food until we're hungry. What happens is when we're really busy, we end up skipping a meal and you get hangry. And when you're really hungry, the last thing you're going to want to do is cook a whole meal. You're going to go and reach for the potato chips or the really high calorie dense foods that are easy to snack on. Um, And a really great example of this is if you've ever been to the grocery store on an empty stomach, and I bet you probably have, most of us have, and we've noticed that we end up buying more food or snacks or things that aren't on our grocery list. And this is exactly what I'm talking about, okay? When your brain knows that you have a game plan, it knows, okay, I have a meal ready for me, already prepped, or I already plan to eat this in an hour from now. You can actually hold off on the snacks a little longer because your brain knows that there's a plan ahead. Um, And if you do plan to snack, then I would consider when you're usually getting the most hungry and pre-portion a smaller snack during that time. For most people, we find that that time is usually between lunch and dinner, where maybe there's a good few hours between our meals, we're getting a little hungry, and we want to reach for something. So that's something to really think about first and foremost, is timing your meals a day, making sure you know the timings when you're the most hungry, and really becoming a little bit aware and having a journal or something like that can be helpful here. The next tip I'm going to have for you is to buy single serve packages. So again, these snack foods that we often reach for, which I'm just going to think of some random things here, but let's say potato chips or um, lollies or little treats or sweet snacks, right? They're very calorie dense. They're not going to be filling us with like nutrients and fiber and, and lots of volume. They're calorie dense and they're not that satiating. So When we only eat what's in front of us, the mindless snacking can really catch up to us if we have a whole bag of potato chips. So the next time you're at the grocery store, this is a really simple solution. Go ahead and pick up smaller size snacks. 
um, individual size packs. And if they don't have that for the food that you like, maybe get some Ziplocs and just pre-portion it. Um, it's a really a great way to just help yourself manage that portion control. And thinking ahead, you don't have to take out the snacks you love, but it's something you can really consider. The next thing is going to be that I really recommend that you start treating your snacks like a meal. And what I mean by this is instead of, you know, pulling out the potato chips while you're watching TV or while you're doing a work assignment, let's portion our food out on a plate. Put your phone away. Stop working. Seriously, if you work from home or whatever it is, don't eat while you're working. That's that's a whole other tip. But um, really think about the portion of your food, take away those distractions, be really intentional with your snacking and your meals and recognize how your body feels when you're getting full and really help you manage your satiation and your hunger cues, um, which will help you keep your snacking in check. A lot of times what's causing all the snacking is just the mindlessness around the snack time. Now, the next thing is going to be making sure you're eating a satisfying snack, and this goes with your meals as well. So having balanced meals and balanced snacks with healthy fat, veggies, um, some protein is really going to help you stay satiated. So instead of eating those maybe more processed foods we've talked about, like potato chips or cookies or whatever your snack foods are, let's try and have veggies or some Greek yogurt or a protein shake, something that's going to really provide your body with nutrition and really be a balanced meal. A lot of those processed foods um, are loaded with additives, which make it really impossible for you to stop eating after that one bite. And then that perfect combination of salty or sweet that really has you going back for more. So as I was saying, it really goes the same with your meals. If you're not eating a big enough meal, you're going to be hungry between your snacks. So, or sorry, you're going to want a snack between your meals if you're not eating enough in your meals. And oftentimes I like to really challenge my clients to think that a snack is just another meal. It's not like a smaller meal, right? Like um, say your lunch is three, 400 calories. Your snack probably, if you're eating potato chips, is just as many calories. So why not eat something that's going to keep you full, like chicken and veggies and, and have a, another meal um, between those two meals if you're hungry. Like there's nothing wrong with adding a meal to your day. And that's something that's really helped me minimize snacking is instead of thinking, oh, I'll eat less in a snack when I end up eating more calories, I actually just have like two lunches, which is kind of weird to think about, but I have a lunch at noon and then I have like a second lunch at 3 p.m. They're both about the same size meal. It works for me. It stops me snacking in between. And I really allow myself to have a balanced, nutritious food at that time. So it's something to really, really think about there. And the next thing is going to be um, staying hydrated. So if you are struggling with snacking and hunger, a lot of times our body is mistaking hunger cues for actually just thirst and many of us don't drink enough water so I really encourage you to drink plenty of water throughout the day to help combat this um and another one too is going to be brushing your teeth so this is one of my biggest diet tips for any of you out there but if you brush your teeth between each meal First off, you're going to have amazing clean teeth, but that taste of food is gone. You don't really want to eat food when you've just brushed your teeth. So I recommend doing that to kind of solidify, okay, I ate my snack. I finished my snack. My teeth are clean. 
I don't want to eat now. Like it's time to focus on whatever's going on because when we're constantly eating and this is kind of unrelated to stopping snacking, but it is, isn't at the same time. If you're constantly eating all day between meals, you're not giving your body enough time to really digest the food. So it's important that we have a period of time between our meals where our body is really digesting. So how can we really take our mind off of eating between meals? And this really comes down to entertaining yourself as well. Um, change your environment, change your mindset, really get in a place where you're not in the kitchen all the time. Um, maybe you get excited about reading a book or getting outside or, you know, if you're feeling snacky, go for a walk. It really can help eliminate those cravings because oftentimes our snacking cravings are really out of boredom or emotion and not necessarily out of hunger. So another tip too is going to be that you can scratch those snack food items from your shopping list. I don't like to demonize food or make you think it's bad by any means. You can totally keep those foods if you love them in your diet. But if you know that it's a weak point for you and you're constantly overeating them, simply not buying them is going to take away the temptation. So I encourage you to look at your environment, which plays a huge role. And maybe this is something that you have control over. You might not be able to have control over who brings snacks into the break room at work, but you absolutely can control what's in your house. And if you find that you can't stop yourself eating these foods, it might really be helpful or at least out of reach where it's not easy to grab at it all day long. This tip works really, really well for me. I like to store like baked goods. Like if I like to bake and I make muffins or something, I actually freeze them and defrost them because it takes time for me to really be able to go and eat it, which allows me to really feel if I'm hungry, feel it out. I can't just constantly grab more and more and more. And it's really a mindful process. So this is something to think about as well. Instead of having it right where you can grab it, let's put some healthy things there. Put some fresh cut veggies, some fresh cut fruit right on the shelf. And maybe that snack food you like is still in the house, but it's pre-portioned and you put it on that top shelf and you have to go grab a little stool and climb up it to go get the snack. That's what I do. Any of you know, I have a weakness around peanut butter and the peanut butter jar stays up on the shelf and I buy it in the single serve pack. And that really works for me. So it's something I, I encourage you. There's nothing wrong with maybe having a, a weak spot for a certain food, but let's control the environment and control what we can so we can really um, just make things easier for ourselves. Now, this is going to be the most important um, pointer of this entire little training I have for you today. And it's going to be that it's really important for you to actually combat the underlying cause of your mindless snacking. And almost always our snacking is not from an actual hunger cue. It's because of either boredom or emotions or situations that go on. The three that I most often see is boredom, loneliness, and stress. And the reason for this is we're trying to fill a void. We feel icky inside. Our body is telling us, hey, I don't feel good. I, my emotions don't feel good. I need to distract myself or fill that void. So loneliness, you often feel alone and empty. And eating food kind of fills that emptiness temporarily, but it doesn't solve it. Um, the same with boredom. Usually if you're working or something, you walk away to get a snack to try and change the environment. And stress is the same thing. It's it's we're trying to get rid of that icky feeling of stress inside our body. So I'm going to encourage you to think, you know, have you ever received like 
a really heated email and immediately run to the kitchen, you go have a treat, um, and maybe you're just trying to have a snack before you have to respond or just in response to what went on. I want you to really start noticing your emotions and really what is fueling your emotional eating and try to find a different outlet for these emotions. Now, this is easier said than done. Um, so I really encourage you to actually take a journal out and start kind of tracking when you're snacking or when these emotions come up and don't feel guilty or ashamed for it. Like awareness is the first step to creating a change. So if you're, this is coming up for you and you notice, okay, maybe you mindless snack when you're watching TV or when you're putting the dinner leftovers away or when you're baking cookies, you eat the cookie dough, uh, or maybe, you know, between the work emails or whatever, when you're stressed out and you want a change of environment, you go grab a snack. Um, or maybe you got in an argument, you go have a snack, right? These are all different comforting things that we do. And we must first be aware and second, come up with a, a more healthy um, coping mechanism for this emotional eating. And I'll give you a few pointers here as well. Uh, but for loneliness, I often find it's that you want to talk to someone. So call a friend um, or reach out to someone or just write out why you're feeling lonely. Um, for boredom, especially work boredom, um, I really find that going for a walk or just changing the environment really helps you. And for stress, we really need to learn how to manage our stress, um, which really comes down to finding coping mechanisms that work for you. Uh, journaling is one of my favorites, meditating outside, reading, calling a friend. These are all really helpful things that aren't food related. So I encourage you, journal it, try out these things, see if it makes you feel better. It's a learning process and we don't expect you to be perfect. Um, I actually pulled up here. Let me move my face so you can actually see it. A little diagram of the difference between what emotional hunger and physical hunger really looks like. And emotional hunger comes on very suddenly. Um, it's like this urgent need for food. You have to have this specific food. Usually it's you're craving something sweet or salty or it's something that you really are craving. Um, you don't feel satisfied when you're full. You can eat more and more. Um, and it usually triggers feelings of guilt and shame after you emotionally eat. Whereas physical hunger, you can usually tell a difference because it comes up pretty gradually. You start a little hungry, it gets worse as you go, and you kind of just feel that hunger. Um, the need for food can wait. So you want it, of course, but you can wait a little longer. Um, you would eat almost anything. If you could, I always say this, if you're so hungry that you could eat like a bag full of carrots or whatever, something healthy, lettuce, uh, then you're probably actually hungry and not just emotionally hungry. Um, you can stop when you're full, you listen to your body and you don't feel guilty after you know you're fueling your body and that's more than enough for you. So I recommend that you kind of go through this list and ask yourself when you notice a snacking coming up, which is it? What were the emotions I was feeling before? Did anything in particular happen? Start noticing the trends. When you notice the trends, you can really create awareness, which is the first step to change. Um, now, something that I notice with mindless snacking comes up for me is when I'm cooking my food at um, nighttime, when I'm cooking my dinner, I often nibble on the food. And it isn't a ton of food, but the snacking is really unnecessary and pretty mindless. And I end up eating more calories than was planned for my meal. So a way that I've combated this is actually having, like I mentioned earlier, um, 
a bigger meal a few hours before dinner that actually keeps me full until dinner time. And then when I start feeling that hunger, I can kind of set my time, eat my meal, and then decide that food is done for the day. So I really, really hope this is helpful for you, especially if this mindless eating or snacking is something that you struggle with and you're absolutely not alone. These are total normal things to come up and being aware is really going to be the thing that allows you to create a change. So thank you again for watching. If you found this helpful, please let me know. Um, and of course, if you have any questions at all about snacking or things you can do to really help with emotional eating, don't hesitate to reach out. I'm always here to support you.